Okay. Hey, fuck. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome right. to our low-energy episode of the Gorilla Radio Show. We're just gonna hang yeah. out today. Uh, talk I'm about fucking dying. Up shit. Hey, everybody. Um, was Bappin here? Um, was Bappin? I support us. I, I support Assad. <laughs> we're pivoting. We're pivoting the pod today to. Um, I I used to say what's Bappin a lot. And then what's Bappin, that Twitter account got really big, and I was like, or like infamous, and I was like, fuck, I can't say what's Bappin anymore. I know, because you know what? Nothing's Bappin anymore. I can't associate myself with that fucked up brand. This is not Bapping. This is not Bapping. <laughs> not Bappin, not based. Um, anyway. Alright, so. As always, I'm, I'm doing my introductions. I'm plugging my Twitter account. Leave me alone. I am Chandran. You're doing that at the beginning, too. <laughs> you can too. find me on Twitter, at Moonsgift. I feel like we should do introductions at the introductory period of the episode, but you know what? That's just me. That's just my personal opinion on how introductions work. Who shit down your throat this morning? Why do you have an attitude with me? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm Austin at Piss Vortex on Twitter. It's your boy, Greg, hungover edition. Um, you can find me on Twitter at G underscore Mateo too. Don't check me out. Do not look at my Twitter account. Anyways, so I figure for this episode, uh, we will be talking about zoonotic disease transfer to start out with. <laughs> and I know we already <laughs> talked about it a little bit. I wonder why we need to be bringing up the subject again. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Yuck it up while you, while you can. Um, I am yucking fucking it up. Fucking be- before, the, before the simian flu comes and wipes you guys out, too. Um, <laughs> you have the thing that they gave Caesar the monkey in the new, uh, the new <laughs> Planet of the Apes. I have the fucking... I know, this the <laughs> AZ1 whatever-the-fuck, the simian flu. Um, I got that. Uh, so anyways, I was at work, and this chimp comes up to me, and he's got a bit of a reputation for being a troublemaker i guess but i don't know he, he'd been cool with me recently he was he was nodding at me he was giving me the like supportive head nod whenever he saw me yeah he had an understanding yeah. i thought um and he was he was throwing some nasty turds at the other employees but not me so i i figured hey we're still cool i'm safe right and so i'm walking by him while he's drinking water and keep in mind i do have a face mask on i, I you have to wear face masks around chimps in general to avoid this sort of thing, but, um, uh, this did not help in my case, because what he did was, while he was drinking water, he stopped and he spit the water at my face in such a way that the water, like, curved around the contours of my mask and began dripping through the the little, like, cracks on the side. You know how there's, there's like, tiny little vents yeah, like that gap. things could yeah, feasibly uh-huh. go into? Yeah, like the gap. And uh, I didn't realize the severity of this at first, but um, all of a sudden, like, water started dripping into my mouth. I was like, oh, son of a bitch, that's the chimp spit. And so I'm like, oh, gross, yuck. I could I could taste what he had been eating. He had just been eating uh, Missouri Basics Monkey Chow, which, by the way, I will still eat it. <laughs> a, little, a little preview. <laughs> A little, a little it was it was a little it was it was like a wine tasting for uh <laughs> the chow he just wanted to help me out but um yeah the second that happened i was like oh jesus christ i just got chimp spit in my mouth and i, I told everyone working with me i was like well if i call out sick you know why 
And so, um, what do you know? That night I got a sore throat, and for the past, oh. let me see, like, I think five days I've been out sick with a cold. Or, I don't know if it's a cold, because, I mean, it came from a chimp. God knows what it was. Uh-huh. Probably wasn't anything too severe. Um, but basically just a lot of chest congestion and coughing and uh this the sore throat isn't as much of a problem anymore but yeah no it's i i got spit in oh, the mouth nice. from a chimp horny the nastiest thing in the world honestly it was it was not a horny thing i don't think the chimp was horny i think he was just trying to fuck with me uh-huh i think it's so ironic this happened right after our episode where i was just like when they spit at you just do you juke them out <laughs> well normally i do but this one normally this is the first time this chimp had ever spit at me so i wasn't expecting it i think he was like saving up for the big one and Uh he saw his chance he was like his guard is down he's not wearing a you know plastic face shield at the moment so Uh he he took his shot and he won Uh (laughs) yeah this isn't the spitter right that's a a female spitters are quitters no this this one is not... No, this guy's known for throwing poop. He's not necessarily known for spitting. Based. Who doesn't like throwing shit every now and then? I mean, again, you know, nothing sexual. I mean, he did, like, look at me and call me a, a whore after he did it, but, you know, that's... <laughs> I, I, again, nothing sexual from this chimp, but uh, it was gross, I guess, but <laughs> I guess I can't really... Hold on. What, what I'm trying to say here is, when I was in kindergarten, I, like, sneezed into a teacher's open mouth, so okay. in a way, this is sort of like karma. Yeah, I feel like this is karma. I feel like you have this one coming. You deserve it. You deserve it. That's what happens. I'm, I'm... Yeah, I do deserve it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what are you, what are you really going to do? I mean, now you're just, now you're just part chimp. <laughs> Got chimp DNA in you. I, I expect pretty soon I'm going to, like, start losing my uh ability to speak and oh what a glorious thing and you know just start like uh spitting up blood everywhere um (laughs) pretty soon the chimps will start banding together and throwing shit at us and unionizing but i want to know what the piss vortex account would be like if you were posting from it as a chimp (laughs) 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 it's like i want to see that it's like if infinite monkeys on infinite typewriters had access to twitter (laughs) It would probably look exactly the same. But it's all just one kind of smarter chip. It would just look like Gr- Glenn Greenwald's Twitter account anyway. <laughs> wow, we're getting political. Get this political is a political tonight. episode. We're getting real political today. Yeah, so you haven't like gone to the doctor or anything to like have like any tests done or you know get a like like a, what's called a diagnosis. No, I I figured it wouldn't really. I mean. You would figure it would either not be worth it, because you'd find out it's just, like, the common cold, and they'd tell you, like, oh, just drink some water, fucking idiot. That's exactly how they talk. I go to the doctor, and they're like, what are you complaining about, you fucking baby? But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very I'm very low energy right now. I, I took some cough syrup, too. Um, it said non-drowsy. Lied. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad this happened to you after I met you in Asheville the other day. Yeah, no. If if I had, um, <laughs> for the sickness. record, I, I I met Chandran at the Hundred Gex concert, and if I had brought the chimp disease there, there would have just been an actual like <laughs> we would have made like COVID twenty one. God, you went yeah. to a Hundred Gex uh, on Halloween. Well, you know, we went to Hundred Gex in Asheville. It was very. It was a great concert. 
had a great time. I had, I had a fun time. Um, I saw I my friends. Think, I think it would have been better if it was the epicenter for the next COVID. But, you know, <laughs> so, you know fate doesn't always just, play out Just in your a favor. fucking chimpanzee disease ravaging the world because a bunch of Zoomers at ravaging 100 Gex got sick. Ravaging specifically the trans community. <laughs> <laughs> so then it wouldn't get then it wouldn't get any attention so don't worry oh, damn <laughs> got him see we're got really getting political this episode yeah this is, this is a, poli- this really is a topical, political podcast yeah. let's talk about the invisibility of trans issues tonight eh um, I'm good just <laughs> 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 yeah. oh. contributing to the media silence Damn. <laughs> Greg's silence is deafening. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that brings me to the point that I never really elaborated on super heavily in the first episode about zoonotic disease transfer. Uh, I don't know if this chimp started showing symptoms of some kind of cold sickness after I called out of work, and maybe I just like happened to get infected by him like right at the start of his illness or something but uh what you're saying is is that you know you definitely got chimp aids <laughs> I'd, hopefully not chimp aids <laughs> i i don't know i don't can that be transferred through saliva that is where aids came from no but i thought it was like the chimp blood <laughs> yeah i think saliva is not right? very not very a great conductor um, for aids um i thought it came from any bodily fluid yes it can but it's not AIDS, I thought it was out, like any bodily fluid outside of a body, HIV cannot exist in for a very long time, even like if it's like a moment. Well, I guess he did spit that directly why, in my that mouth. That's why it's usually you know, uh, sexually transferred through penetration, because it kind of has like a membranes. It's membrane. It's got to get through something like that. Yeah, mucous membranes. But yeah, I mean, I, it, I didn't fuck possible, the chimp, but is the chimp sick? Does the chimp have a cold? As well? I, I'm not sure, know. and... Because, gotcha. I mean, like, the thing... The thing I, the point I was trying to make before, like, my brain shut off was... These chimps have been in captivity for pretty much their entire lives, and been around humans for their entire lives, so... It's not, like, inconceivable that they would have an immune system response to cold... Uh, like com- the common cold already and just it not be a big deal to them. Or like that one situation where those chimps caught a cold and they were like all killed out because of it, right? Yeah, it was, I think it was, uh, let me see. There's a, there's a couple of articles on like WebMD and, <laughs> you know, the, the classics WebMD and <laughs> yeah, <you> other <laughs> such websites. Reputable scientific publications. No, but there there are actual like studies and Shit, um, like, recorded instances of chimps catching the, like, wild chimpanzees specifically catching the common cold from, uh, you know, like, tourists or just people passing through a chimpanzee area, I guess. Yeah. Um, but mostly it would be from people going on safari treks or something like that. I think that was the example you cited last episode. I Um, think it was, yeah, uh, it was was either last episode or the first one. And got a chimp sick, uh... And then killed the whole... And then, like, killed the whole <laughs> Yeah, right? like, almost all of the members of that chimp troop died, I think, because mm-hmm. they had no, like, no exposure anymore. to this uh, virus beforehand. And cold viruses are especially harmful to children, human children, and the same is true of chimps. And I think a lot of the casualties were younger chimps, like, three to five years old or something like that. Um, uh, Trying to use your words? <laughs> 
the the cough syrup's kicking in. I'm, I'm faded oh, off wow. that. I'm faded <laughs> off that Nyquil. <laughs> faded off that purple drink. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a bit lost in the sauce right now. If you'll excuse me. Yeah, we are only 15 minutes into this thing. It's already coming apart at the rails. Who are we railing? Uh, I'm here with my neighbors, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't record that part. Uh, I've, I've, I've been I've been uh, watching my neighbors across the street a lot lately. <laughs> Just doing a little people watching. Nothing nothing creepy. Look, it's as long as you're recording it in a you know like a scientific way, like an ethogram or something, then it's basically primatology. An ethogram? Yeah, an ethogram. That's what uh, primatology what? uses. We call we call them ethograms. It's sort of like a if you notice like a behavior and you want to like catalog it, you sort of put it in this. I mean, I I've used an Excel spreadsheet, but uh, you sort of like write a definition for the behavior, um, gather evidence of that behavior, and then in a given time period of observation, you will say like the frequency of that behavior, any interactions with that or responses to that behavior and it's sort of like stalking primates but you're writing notes so it's normal very normal behavior we're kind of sickos aren't we Um, okay (laughs) what were you talking about now at this point austin it's been forever that we even mentioned being sick yeah so i got sick from a chimp these chimps have been exposed to you know the common cold their entire lives it's not that big of a deal for them anymore he probably didn't even know he was sick when he spit in my mouth (laughs) but uh I am certainly aware that I'm sick now. I don't know if maybe it mutated a little bit in the chimp's body. Like, Is it possible that the chimp isn't even sick and it's just a bacteria infection? It is. That is possible. I don't... I'm not like... Wouldn't that make the chimp still sick? I mean, yeah, technically that would sort of be that the chimp... I mean, I guess maybe they could be carrying, like, a cold virus or something like that and just not really be getting sick from it. But yeah, no, zoonotic disease transfer is the overall point I was trying to make. It goes both ways. It has been a major problem, not just for chimps or even primates. Notably, the entire COVID-19 pandemic is thought to be zoonotic disease transfer from, I think, like, bats and pangolins or something? Does that Mm -hmm. sound right? I think... I'm pretty sure. I mean, I I I, I, I don't trust pangolins. I've heard about how COVID was spread because of, you know, just a bunch of racist news networks and stuff. Over yeah, here. there is a lot of, like, racist myths about it, but uh, uh-huh. generally speaking, the consensus seems to be some sort of zoonotic disease transfer incident was the cause of COVID-19. I just want to point out our dedication to this podcast. We don't just talk about zoonotic disease transfer. We go out there and we participate in zoonotic disease. <laughs> and, we <get> <laughs> and we get that shit. <laughs> We go out there and we get that shit. We are actively involved in the spread of zoonotic disease transfer. <laughs> One way or another. Yeah, oh. like, um, AIDS, um, I actually, funny story, <laughs> I didn't know Greg was trying to talk about okay. AIDS in the first episode, um, because... Funny <laughs> yeah, story, funny story about, about AIDS. AIDS. Um, Greg was, like, saying AIDS too quietly, but when I, like... Uh, raised his volume in the recording. It just sounds like he's saying AIDS, AIDS, AIDS with, <laughs> while I'm ignoring him. <laughs> Austin, why are you silent about AIDS? What do you have against the gay community? Yeah, what's <laughs> like, wrong with you, Ronald Reagan? Yeah, I'm, I'm basically Ronald Reagan at this point. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, we talked about leprosy already. That's, while it's not confirmed, almost definitely a case of zoonotic disease transfer. Mm-hmm. And a very, very worrying one. Yeah, and what do you know? Um, I've, I've got another example. Uh, Austin, I want to know, do you harbor any any hostile feelings towards the chimp that got you sick? No, if I was if I was on my deathbed and I was and they were like, do you have any final words about being patient zero of chimp COVID-21? I would be like, free my boy. He didn't do anything wrong. He didn't mean it. I mean, he did mean it, but he didn't like mean it in the way that it got me sick. It was he, just thought he, was, he just thought he was having a laugh. How do you know? How do you know he didn't think it was going to get you sick? How do you know? I, that's a very good point. Um, I don't know. How do you know? Oh, exactly. Real quick, what's this guy's name? I don't want. I don't want people tracking this chimp down. I'm not doxing this chimp, so I'm not saying that what do you like mean, publicly. Doxing but... <laughs> the chimp? What is he gonna do? <laughs> they're gonna like find him, and they're gonna they're gonna be like, Austin, they're gonna send him hate mail. Don't you know, Greg? <laughs> They're gonna, they're gonna, like, suicide bait the chimp. Okay. They're gonna Epstein this fucking chimp? (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna find him with, like, with, like, a blanket from, like, the fucking monkey bars just swinging. Be like a... And then they'll be like it was a lone gun. All the other chimps happened to be outside at the time, and, like, nobody was watching. The security cameras went out. <laughs> the security system was undergoing upgrades at the time of the incident. Yeah. So, um, what you said, Greg, about how do you know the chimp wasn't trying to get me sick, uh, the fact is, I don't know, and there's no real way to know what's going on in a chimp's head. Like, obviously... The psychology and primatology fields are, like, pretty closely intertwined, because a lot of psychology is trying to figure out what's in people's head, even if they don't want to tell you necessarily, but the problem with chimpanzees is, even if they wanted to, they can't tell you what's in their head. I mean, they can express pain, joy, fun, they can laugh at you when something funny happens, like, you know, I had a chimp, like, try to... uh, th- this same chimp, actually, hold on. <laughs> this same chimp was, uh... Finding a pattern? <laughs> yeah, no, I think he's trying to kill me. Um, but he's sitting there, like, tottering back and forth like a baby and like, nodding his head at me, trying to get me to come closer. I'm like, yeah, what is it, buddy? And all of a sudden, he, like, the swiftest, like, undetectable motion, picks up a turd off the ground and, like, passes it to his other hand and just whips it as hard as he can, and it hits the wall next to me. And I look around, and, like, all my co-workers have left, and they're like, yeah, we saw him pick up the turd and left. It's like, oh, okay, you just didn't tell me, that's cool. <laughs> Life is hard for an intern, <laughs> besides the fact that we don't get paid. We also just get shit thrown at us. Just for the people at home, this podcast is incredibly fun, because it's just two idiots and one guy who's like, I'm gonna be a primatologist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm gonna yeah, do we're this. We're deeply dissecting monkey issues. <laughs> Look, sometimes you need an outside you need an outside perspective to really understand primates and, you know, understand how to study them, which was it's that's the same exact logic that Lewis Leakey used when he sent all those women into Africa by themselves, like Jane Goodall to study chimpanzees and stuff cuz Well, now that you're saying that, isn't he like mega canceled as of this yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's he's been he's been mega canceled for a while, honestly. <laughs> I just I just read about it this week. <laughs> It didn't more stuff come out about him just, like, abusing all those young women? I, d- I don't know how extensive his, like, personal 
abuse is, um, like, if it's documented at all, but it's just the fact is he had hundreds of women, just, like, specifically young, inexperienced women with no uh, relationship to the primatology field. He was just like, yeah, women... Only women can understand chimps because they're natural empaths. <laughs> no no training beforehand, uh, because if they had training, then they would have, like, biases that they would come to expect from the chimp, or gorilla, or whatever they were studying. They're, they did, like, orangutans, gorillas, and chimps. Jane Goodall was chimps, Diane Fossey was gorillas, and, uh... The other one, whose name is hard to pronounce. Birut Galdikas? Mm -hmm. It's Birut Galdikas. Great Slavic roots coming out here. I'm not Slavic. <laughs> How defensive of you. How offended. <laughs> I'm not Slavic. What are you trying to say about the shape of my skull, huh? <laughs> gonna cut this out of the pot. <laughs> we do. We out. really gonna do. Cut this, gonna cut this whole part out where I'm talking about the lumps on my head. The, the bumps on my head clearly state that I am a southern Italian. The inferior man. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can tell by my heavily lidded eyebrows that I'm mostly Neanderthal in origin. <laughs> Louis Leakey, so he he had these these three women that became famous for in primatology. Um, they were called the Trimates. Um, they what? were were they really? Yeah, no, they're like the they're like the star pupils of primatology. They're like the golden girls or something like that. Do you think he was trimating them? <laughs> I mean, look. So, like, he had Byrute Galdicus. Galdicus? Beirut. Beirut Galdicus. This says Beirute. Beirute. Look, Lithuanian words, I don't know how to say them. Beirut. The E is The New York Times says Beirute. Well, the New York Times is wrong about everything, including most of our elections. So... The paper of record. You're going to go off the paper of record. <laughs> um, so, yeah, these three, Diane Fossey, Barut Galdikis, and Jane Goodall. We all know Jane Goodall. Diane Fossey's a little bit less known. Galdikis is even less known, I would say. She did orangutans, Fossey did gorillas, and Goodall did chimps. Um, but what many people don't know is, like, the hundred-something other women that he also employed and, like, put in, like, these like, fucking shacks in Africa trying to, like, prove his point that only women can study primates for some reason. But, uh, it's speculated that he did this because he was actually just a massive pervert. Can we segue into something that has to do with orangutans? I was going to talk about, uh, sexual abuse and uh, monkeys. Yeah, sure, monkeys you can... <laughs> <laughs> that unfortunately makes a really good segue okay. into another no, 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 part no. I was going to talk about. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But I do, and it does It does actually, it ties back to a question we got um, on the, on our, I don't know where the hell we get these questions. Somebody named M. That was, wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Before you, this is not just someone from somewhere. This is the person that gave us money on Kofi. They gave us money? Yes, they gave us money to ask this question. <laughs> Yo, all right, M. M on Kofi. <laughs> Thank you for giving us some some scratch so we can eat monkey pellets for your viewing pleasure. Um, <clears throat> you asked a question. So you know the lady who had the chimp named Travis and it ripped someone's face off. Well, there were rumors that she was fucking the chimp, because of course there were. And anyways, I gotta ask, is that even possible? So I do have a segue for this. Um, while I'm not sure if it's possible to fuck a chimp, I'm sure it is. Um, there actually is a very famous case of an orangutan in Indonesia. 
orangutan's name was Pony. And Pony is an orangutan that was captured as a, as a baby and then made to be a sex slave on the island of Borneo near a palm oil farm. And for six years, the farm, the people who worked on the plantation could pay to go to this brothel and fuck the orangutan. Holy shit! Yeah, so Pony um, is now 21 years old. The first six or seven years of their life, they were a complete and utter just a sex slave. Like, they shaved the orangutan every day. They made it wear perfume and put earrings on it and makeup and like people would pay to go have sex with the orangutan what the fuck um, i didn't even know about this yeah 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 so i'm gonna put, I'll put a link in here in here for you guys um but this is this is the only place i could find the article for free um so yeah um this this orangutan was a sex slave and was like conditioned and trained to know that like when men came in the room that they were that they were gonna fuck her Oh. Um, so yeah, you can um, fuck a monkey. This is, uh, there's no reason you can't, um, unfortunately. Yeah, so it's it's possible. It's awful. It's horrifying. They don't really know what's going well, on. They don't know why it's happening to them. I would argue that they do know what's going on, and that makes it worse. Well, it's like abusing a child. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they 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 do have an a well. Especially in this case, I would say because it had no socialization with anyone, but. Um, you know, sort of her captors, I guess. Then, yeah, that'd be similar. But uh, chimps who have like extensive chimpanzee socialization, they know what sex is because they have it all the time. And I, like, I genuinely don't think there would be any like attraction. It, well, I say that, but some of the chimps do jack off when they see like a human caretaker that they like. So, but um, <laughs> I like I it's. It's certainly possible. I don't think it happened with Travis the Chimp, honestly, because she treated Travis the Chimp like a son, basically. Um, and that would be just really... F- I don't I don't really want to think about <laughs> the implications of those two things together. But um, it's possible. There's no real reason. Like, it's not like they have different genitals than us. Like, they're structured and shaped a little bit differently, but they function the same exact way. Um... So, yeah, we we hate to see it, we hate to think about it, we hate to perceive it, but it's, like, something that's possible and has happened, unfortunately, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, genuinely terrible, awful vibes. How the fuck are we gonna segue out of this one? Of this <laughs> that's one. just, like, um, <laughs> how are we gonna knows? segue our I mean, one out of this one, boys? <laughs> are, we, are we gonna reach terminal velocity to get us outside, out of the fucking gravity of chimp fucking? This is at the risk of making this uh, episode way darker than it needs to be. Um, speaking of, I guess primatology and like sex abuse, I guess uh, Diane Fossey, the um, the gorilla lady who's famous for gorilla conservation, studying them. Uh, she sort of went into the world of primatology, hired by Louis Leakey. You know, bright-eyed, enthusiastic, ready to learn about gorillas. Uh, but Leaky uh, sort of put her in... Virunga is in the Congo, and that was sort of where she was stationed to do research. Now, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Congo has not had a like super peaceful history in uh, the recent like century. And sending like a single white woman by herself to the Congo to study gorillas uh, during wartime is generally regarded as a bad move on Louis Leakey's part. Um, 
So she was captured and, like, sexually abused, and that sort of uh, drastically changed her outlook on guerrilla conservation, and she sort of, uh... Well, she became really racist, for one, unfortunately. Um, uh, she sort of regarded all, like, African men as Uh-oh. sort of, like, lower, like, savages or s- something like that. Uh, and rather than just, you know, sort of working in tandem with park rangers uh, to, like, stop poachers, and most of the poachers were either... For, for context, people who were desperate enough to poach gorilla meat uh, to kill and eat gorillas are either, like really poor, lost their house from the war, and are just fighting to find something with protein to eat or something, or they are, you know, a soldier in one of the armies that is trying to, you know, get food that isn't just year-old rations or something like that. Um, But uh, she had a lot of... uh, This compounded with the fact that one of her favorite gorillas she sort of observed in her studies was brutally murdered by a poacher in the like, mountains or whatever, um, she sort of got, for lack of a better word, jokerified and started capturing poachers and literally doing cock and ball torture on them, uh, hanging them from nooses, uh, injecting gorilla shit into their veins, just, like, the most insane, sadistic revenge shit she could possibly muster up, and she was eventually murdered by, they don't know who, but it's safe to say one of the people that she tortured for killing a gorilla. Um, it's, she's just got a really complicated history where, yeah, she was the lady who, uh, helped spark the fight for gorilla conservation and was one of the first people to really study gorillas in depth, but she also did a lot of weird and bad shit. Like, this was in the, I think this was in the 70s almost, and they, some people referred to her as, like, like a 20th century colonizer, I guess they called her, because, I mean, obviously huge prejudice against African men and would uh, routinely torture them, especially if they were involved in poaching and stuff, and just a general, like, contempt and disregard for any of the needs of the local people. Um, you know, they're, when you're designing, uh, say, policies to, like, keep people out of a certain area, you don't really have and you don't have regard for the people that have lived in that area and hunted in that area, regardless of if they're hunting gorillas or not, you can end up just basically stealing land from those people. And so it's it's a really weird and complicated history, which goes a lot further than just the Diane Fossey in particular. Um, Jane Goodall recently went to like the World Economic Forum and talked about how overpopulation was a big problem. Motherfucker. <laughs> Damn it. Come on, Jane. Our favorite dog whistle. (laughs) And one of the first people, like, uh, I mean, honestly, this is, uh, as much as it sucks to say, primatology sort of started as a science that was meant to prove eugenics. And a lot of the early primatologists were just major eugenicist figures who were trying to prove that these wild animals they found in Africa were basically just closer to Africans than Africans were to humans. And so, like, unfortunately, like, that's why people started studying great apes. And it's, like, bad, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I imagine it's had a lot of knock-on effects on primatology today, right? Yeah, so, I mean, it's anthropology as a whole... 
because if you consider primatology a subsect of anthropology, I'm sure there's a lot of arguments about that online. But well, let's start one. <laughs> yeah, I don't let... think it is. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't agree with that? Please leave a comment down below. <laughs> but anyways, um, primatology and anthropology as a whole has some really like racist, eugenicist roots, I guess, in history. And when these things are so like the literal foundation of it is built upon that, you can. You know, it, anthropology and primatology have reputations of being, like, a sort of liberal arts, like, woman-dominated field, and most of the people going into that are going to be, like, you know, tree-hugging hippies and so forth. <laughs> but, um, despite the intentions of the people who are getting into anthropology and primatology today, you can't really ignore the roots without directly confronting them and addressing them in the first place, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, huh. there's, a. Uh, I mean, my professor at school named Redacted <laughs> had, like, this unit called Decolonizing Primatology, which was something that one of her colleagues... Wait, colli hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on. I think I took this... Is this... Is this it? Yeah. Our school? I don't think we had to redact. Yeah, no, I think... Yeah, I think everyone knows... Yeah, but I, I don't I don't want to, I don't want to like, implicate... Sure, I'm pretty sure. Or, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, like, drag any of my professors into yeah, this. Yeah, let's not drag we're any, any faculty <laughs> members of our school into this hellhole of a podcast this episode is. <laughs> we're not the IRA. We're not the IRA. We don't need to redact our location or what we're doing. But anyways, so... Sort of like a, a colleague of my professor's had... Uh, this website dedicated to decolonizing primatology was what she named it, uh, because there's a lot of... Was it any good, or was it, like, liberal bullshit? It's... I don't know. I mean, it's it's definitely got... It really depends just how you interpret the word decolonization, because if you, if you take it at face value, um, it can be liberal, just like, you know, um, sort of changing your mindset, not the world around you kind of politics. Or if you sort of go deeper into the idea of decolonization, it can be a form of, like, anti-imperialist politics, I guess. But I, I believe the argument is the reason why primatology would need to be decolonized is because a lot of the way that things are done, even still today, are sort of just, like, parachuting into African country, setting up camp and studying these primates, um, not asking literally anyone what they know about the primates, which is actually sort of a funny story. In Madagascar, there's a species of lemur called the Ai, and the reason it's called that is because the researchers tried to ask some local people what that species of lemur was called, and so they took them into the forest to point it out for them. And they pointed at the lemur and said, look, look, which in their language is I-I, I believe. Uh-huh, so they named the lemur Look, Look. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get their attention by pointing at the lemur and saying, look. Um, but the researchers took that to mean, oh, that's called an I-I. <laughs> but yeah, basically, without any... I swear to God, white people must be fucking stopped. <laughs> basically, the idea is that when primatologists just sort of, like, jump into an area, give no regard to the existing body of knowledge among local people, uh, especially, like, indigenous people who see these primates every day, then it can... It's not only hindering uh, scientific progress by, like, making you redo or relearn all the knowledge that already exists out there, but it's also just the concept of setting up base somewhere and being like, I'm going to start this foundation 
for conservation without thinking like, hey, do the people have any input on where you are doing this, how you're doing this, what laws you're enacting to, like, like, you know, like, just showing up somewhere and getting laws passed without asking, like, how this affects people's lives materially, which, like, obviously it's good intentions to be like, hey, stop killing these endangered species, but, um, for example, when you just, like, sort of blindly, uh, take out your anger on, you know, people hunting primates, who may or may not even know that they're endangered in the first place. Um, it's just sort of like sadistic punishment for punishment's sake without really um, taking into consideration the material reasons why someone might be hunting bushmeat in the first place. Okay. And there's actually a... There's a, there's a couple of instances where uh, people who used to hunt primates um, upon being like made aware of their situation sort of became the best conservationists because they knew the habits and, you know, habitat and diets of these primates so well from trying to hunt them down and track them that they can now reapply that knowledge to conserving them rather than hunting them. But under the sort of old model of primatology, I guess you could call it, that's foregone entirely because it's just assumed that, you know, nobody has any interest in doing what you're doing. You know, you're the only one there that cares about the world and the environment. So it's it's really, I mean, it is a mindset change to be sure, but it's also just not showing up somewhere and just trying to sort of put yourself in charge of shit. I think I think I think is it next episode where we're going to dive deeper into the origins of primatology, or did we just do all of that right now? I think we I think we brushed the surface of the origins of primatology, but maybe we can do a little bit more and then talk about maybe some some literature about Africa. Um, that came out around the time of the origins of primatology. Talk about how that you know influenced the opinions of, let's say, the Western audience on what Africa was like and how that affected the tone of the first research yeah. um, into our own origins. All right, yeah, we could we could definitely. Damn, that was fucking pretty verbose yeah, of me. Nice. I didn't think <laughs> yeah. I could do something off like we that. We can we can definitely uh, we can we can treat that as sort of like a a, a preview of bigger things to come <laughs> but yeah. for now I, I agree we should probably just do q a uh-huh. um okay the first question yeah, yeah, yeah. question yeah, yeah. all on our minds um how'd you get sick from monkey spit we know that how that happened um the real pressing question here did he use tongue yeah he, he like pulled me close mm. and he <laughs> yeah he, he french kissed me and he like and then he like slapped me afterward and he spit in my mouth and did all sorts of nasty, freaky yeah, shit. You mentioned earlier. Yeah. Did yeah. he lightly choke you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think light choking for a chimp would, like, fucking pop my he head off. He gave you a light choke and he said, good girl. Did you ever used to do those... <laughs> did you get Fifty Shades of Grey by the chimp? <laughs> did you ever used to do that thing where you take, like, a... One of those, like, weird yellow flowers or dandelions and you would, like, squeeze the top and the head would just... Or not the head, but the top of the flower would just pop off and go flying. Did you ever used to do that? Was I, I just like a no psychopath? The idea of what you're talking about. Hey, I'd I'd really like you to <laughs> yeah. explain what the fuck you're talking about. So you were squeezing <laughs> dandelions. I th- I think I think they were dandelions. Like were I would I would like dandelions. squeeze them at near the Don't you base of the top. Sort of. You do when they die and they turn into little mm. fuzzballs, but they're yellow. Yeah, so I would like that. squeeze them and the tops would like pop off yeah, and go flying. It would be fun. I'd just be sitting there ripping them up and like squeezing at the base of the, like. 
Okay. I don't know what you would even I call it. I have a follow-up question for you, then. Um, did any of your neighborhood cats ever go missing? <laughs> no. Okay, I was very popular among cats. The cats, they loved me. Yeah, I'm sure you were popular with the animals. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Alrighty, next question. Alright, so... Why do orangutans fall over so much? Like, do they do it for fun, or what? Because I've seen so many videos of orangutans falling over... Like out of chairs and stuff. This question was from I wish was Nightmare was my dad. Alright, you know what? How about you put um, some goddamn space? <laughs> well you can't do that on Tumblr. Real, That's real like a URL. Question thing. Here. How many videos of orangutans falling out of chairs are there? There's kind of a lot, honestly. <laughs> um there's a there's a video of <laughs> there's a video of a really overweight orangutan falling out of a chair and just playing it off like it meant to do it. There's a video of an orangutan being shown a magic trick and then falling on its back and, and laughing and shit. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I've never really thought about it, but I have seen a number of videos of orangutans falling over. My only guess would be that it doesn't hurt nearly as much for them to fall over, and so they have the option to do that just for funsies. I mean, I've seen a, I've seen one of my coworkers playing tug of war with a chimp, and when the chimp wins, because the chimp always wins, <laughs> let, let's let's let, let me just clear the air here for a second. The chimp always wins tug of war, I, no matter what. I could take a chimp in tug of war. <laughs> it's not even like a letting your kid win in a game sort of thing. It's when the chimp decides to use ten percent of its strength. It just it just the blanket or whatever you're using to play tug of war just goes fucking flying and they go tumbling backwards and they're laughing their ass off the whole time. So my theory, because are they aware? Are they aware that they know that they're stronger than us? Oh, they know. They know. They they like sometimes they'll okay. like try to trick you to do, to get close enough and they'll like pin your foot down with two fingers and you can't move and you gotta like be like ha ha let go <laughs> just play it play it off like you're not terrified for your like toes lives um but yeah no like yeah i don't have a lot of experience with orangutans personally like i've seen orangutans up close i've you know uh i haven't really interacted or fed them obviously but uh i'm, I'm more of a chimp guy i guess <laughs> but um if my experience with chimpanzees has can inform my opinion or I guess hypothesis at all. I would say it's probably just something that they can do without being hurt. So they either do it just when they're actually falling over and they just sort of are chill about it, or they do it when they're like laughing and like you know how like sometimes you'll like sort of double over in laughter something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, never in my life. Nothing's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never laughed, but I, I imagine it's sort of like that where. It just doesn't hurt, so they can do it. Um, I, I wouldn't say they like to do it. I wouldn't say there's anything that genetically predisposes them to doing it. I think it's just something that they can do easier than us, as is the case with many things. Mm -hmm. It's just how do they? It's just how they move and use their bodies, generally speaking. Yeah, I mean they can they can do like five somersaults in a row and just not even feel anything. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, next question. This one's for me. <laughs> What kind of primate biscuit are you going to eat? Browser, leaf eater, maintenance, new world, etc. From personal experience in college zoo program, Missouri maintenance and browser biscuits have the best flavor. Which, first of all, this person is trying to one-up yeah, me, uh -huh. telling me how many different kinds of monkey they chow really they've are. eaten. 
Like, yeah, you know, I've, I've tried them uh, all. I've been around the block. Um, I don't know. The leaf, eater, the, <laughs> the leaf eater ones that I've had experience with have been, like, artificially banana flavored. And they look like and probably tasted like shit. Um, but if I do, if, if this does end up happening, it would be the uh, Missouri Basics uh, All Life Stages Primate Chow. Just the most basic form there is like it just meets the basic nutritionary dietary needs whatever i'm i don't know if i would get the primate growth and reproduction formula that the guy was eating specifically um <laughs> but um i i could get that if i wanted to i'm sure that'd be kind of funny <laughs> to get the exact brand that he was eating but um it's really all the same shit um except with the leaf eater things that's designed for primates that can only digest leaves so it would probably be not nearly as healthy it'd probably be like way too many carbs and fiber for me to like realistically have a good time eating i mean i'm not gonna have a good time either way but (laughs) oh i i am very hopeful that you end up eating a bunch of chimp chow that's gonna it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be sensational Hey, I mean, you you guys, in the moment, you guys also said you would eat it, so I might moment. drag you I'll into lie. this, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a bit of a heated uh, moment, a heated gamer moment. Not a heated gamer moment. Not a heated gamer <laughs> moment. Different kind of heated moment. <laughs> uh, Greg, are you, are you muted? <laughs> <laughs> Should I be? Oh, no, no, no yeah, I was, you, just I, you just weren't saying anything. anything. Just I, contributing. I'm just saying... I'm so I'm I'm so sorry. I was I got I sometimes, fuck. I'm just really hungover. Okay. <laughs> I, had a boys' night last night. Just a little bit of just to, so you so everybody at home listening knows we're we're human beings. I had boys' night for the first time. I just hung out with the fellas for the uh-huh. first time in a fucking year. So I got what you would call, I I would get what you call uh, a shit face. Uh huh. All right, so what are we? I did. I'm gonna eat the fucking primate biscuit, okay? I probably need one. Yeah, I, I, I will. <laughs> you need one problem. after that. I will eat a <laughs> You need the nutrients. I'll uphold. I do. I need the fucking nutrients. I got an HD laptop camera. I'm just gonna sit here at my desk in my bathrobe and eat a fucking <laughs> chimp biscuit. Um. All right. Well, last question. <laughs> no. Well, there's two more. Uh, one question. One of- yeah. There's two more. Uh, what is the moment in your oh, career shit, that you were are. most aware that an ape, while very much an animal, was very much self-aware and had its own thoughts? Um, this is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of interesting because to what extent do all animals have their own thoughts? Um, you know, they, they all have brains, so there's something going on in there. Mm. I mean, there's certainly some chimps who look like there's just absolutely nothing going on behind their eyes, just a complete vacant stare, like, chewing on their own foot, absolutely brainless, but they're still capable of all the fucking, of all the same basic tasks that other chimpanzees are capable of, which are pretty complex. And, you know, this goes back to the earlier point I was making, where you can never really know what's going on inside their minds. So it's it's a really hard question to answer, um, but I guess because they did ask for a specific moment that made me, like, acutely aware of the cognitive process of apes, that was way more verbose than it needed to be, but, um, I, uh... So the the chimps had just gone out into their little, like, habitat playground thing, right? As chimps tend to do in captivity. And uh, I was instructed to toss out some tomatoes to them to 
you know, snack on while they were having chimp playtime. And they were getting kind of far away from where I was standing, uh, but I didn't want to move any closer, so I just started, like, whipping these tomatoes. Uh, they were not whole tomatoes. I was not pelting chimpanzees <laughs> with whole tomatoes like a fucking, like, s- bad stage performer. Let me just clear that, <laughs> uh, clear the air on that right away. I'm thinking, but it was accusing yeah. you. You seem a little defensive. Why? <laughs> I wasn't pelting tomatoes that I'm, I'm just, I'm preempt, I'm preemptively de- <laughs> <laughs> I'm preemptively defending myself. My I do I did not pelt uh chimpanzees with tomatoes t-shirt has got a lot of questions uh that are already answered by my t-shirt. So uh, these these were chopped up little tomato bits and I was tossing them out and I started throwing trying to throw them farther, but one of the chimps uh saw one of the tomatoes that I had thrown earlier that was a bit closer while I was like mid throw of another tomato and so he was going down to get this tomato that I had thrown, and I was throwing another tomato handful towards the habitat, and it just so happened that uh, our paths coincided, and, you know, some tomato chunks may or may not have rained down upon this chimpanzee and pissed him off extremely. Um, <laughs> so he, he like, saw the... the tomato chunks and he like looked up and saw that i was the one who threw them and i said oh shit sorry and he, he got up on both legs like bipedally and started like fucking swaying towards me and gearing up for a display like you know the ooh, 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 and, I, and so in my mind i'm he, panicking he was gearing up to rip your face off <laughs> yeah, of your body yeah he was gearing up to like fucking kill me <laughs> um uh so I'm, I'm panicking, I'm like, oh god, I've, I've made this chimp upset, I've got to do something. So I remembered that um, to an act of reconciliation for chimps is to sort of, I guess, lower yourself, limp your wrist at them, and sort of extend your hand as close, or not close to them, because I wasn't close to the chimps, I wasn't about to get my face ripped off, but uh, I was close enough that he could see me in the distance what I was doing, so I did the, you know reconciliation thing that chimps do and he stops the reconciliation being dance. angry <laughs> yeah. he sort of like goes down he looks at me then he like gives me a like slight nod and then he turns around and goes back to eating tomatoes and i'm like oh holy shit that worked <laughs> like <laughs> i said sorry to a chimp and he get, forgave you me you got domed by a fucking chimp i'm sorry what did you just say <laughs> you got fucking domed by a chimp <laughs> what the fuck i i wouldn't <laughs> i mean it's <laughs> He's got domed by a chimpanzee. How do you feel? How do you feel? You're chimpanzee's bitch now. I mean, I already got... The I power already got... of all of man's inventions. And you had to go... And you had to put your little limp wrists <laughs> out. <laughs> they already spit in my fucking mouth, so it's not like I'm not already the chimpanzee's bitch. They spit in your mouth. You're, you're getting down on your hands and knees and putting limp wrists <laughs> out. Like, man. what are you, man? <laughs> God, I'm a man. You, you should have shot him with a gun. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think That'll that's show. allowed, honestly, <laughs> ethically, morally, or legally. Um, but I will keep that in mind for the future. You're not going to get charged with murder for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there. Um, not to go off on a tangent, but there is actually a, a orangutan in the, I think the Center for Great Apes in Florida, who was granted legal personhood. <gasps> so if you killed it, you would get charged with murder. So I cool. believe I would be charged for murder if I killed that orangutan. I'm gonna go kill that orangutan. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this this it's not like a challenge, like <laughs> All right. <laughs> the murder and orangutan challenge. In the court right oh, yeah? now. Is listening to this evidence presented by the prosecution. My defense <laughs> attorney will say that this was not premeditated. That this was not first degree murder. I'm telling you now, it was first degree murder. I learned this orangutan <laughs> and I planned out my assassination. assassination You're assassinating an orangutan. Of the orangutan. <laughs> I did this willfully and in a clear state of mind. <laughs> oh my god. Why are we why is this why are you why are you presenting this I, like a piece of He's That's just our making only sure reference that... to courtrooms. <laughs> <laughs> just anyway. absolutely making sure that you get yeah, locked up forever for, for killing a orangutan. <laughs> In prison for the rest of your life. <laughs> like that fucking meme where it's like, yeah, I'm in for bank robbery. What, are you, what did they get you for? And it's like killing an orangutan. <laughs> they just slide away from you on the bench. <laughs> First degree murder. I'm ready for it. <laughs> Aren't we all? Okay, so this... <coughs> Excuse me. The chimp disease is kicking back in. The simian <laughs> flu that I mentioned that will be shortly ravaging this earth and leaving us nothing but a phantom of our former species as our ape overlords take over. Um, it made me cough a little bit. I have an upset tummy. But anyways, this, <laughs> this, last, uh, this last question is, one of my life goals is to someday tenderly hold hands with an ape. Do you know if this is realistic? It depends entirely on experience and sort of your intentions with this, because there are some people who volu like volunteer, no experience, just show up to like a zoo or some shit and volunteer and be like, when can I hug the gorillas? The answer is never, you will die. You will never be allowed to do that as a volunteer, especially. But even caretakers are generally encouraged to not like directly touch primates, because it's just a Besides the point about zoonotic disease transfer, which is not only just a common theme in this episode, but it's always going to be a common theme when it comes to interacting with primates. Um, it's also the fact that, like, even if you, like, sort of, like, tickled them with your finger for a second, they could, like, snatch your finger off and just bite it clean off in half a second if they wanted to. But it's concerning. I appreciate that the the life goal is to tenderly hold hands because that's a bit more realistic um still not recommended but if you were say a zookeeper with like years of experience with this ape your all your cert security qualifications are passed or whatever you're like highest level zookeeper whatever and you know this uh particular primate and you you've sort of established trust with it um establishing trust with it is obviously a must because if you just sort of showed up thinking you knew what you were doing and the gorilla didn't trust you, you would die. <laughs> but um, given enough trust, that is something you could do. Like, it's realistic, not necessarily recommended as a life goal, but it is something that can happen. Um, I do actually know a sort of anecdote about this. Uh, one of my co-workers was there when one of the chimpanzees was sedated, and as they were sort of, like, wheeling it out to do the procedure or whatever, I guess the sedation, I, th I believe ketamine is used for chimpanzee sedation. Damn, even the chimps Maybe that's it? all sedation, though. The horse. Damn. 
Yeah. Chimps are out there living the fucking life. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, as this chimp was like zonked out of its mind, the my coworker was like standing close enough to the chimp during the like checkup procedure, whatever they were doing, I don't know, they didn't specify, um, that apparently like half conscious the chimp sort of like reached out and like lightly squeezed their hand and then just like slumped again. That could be complete bullshit, but it's cute if true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so yeah, I mean, it's definitely something if you're if you really want to get into the husbandry side of primate care and not the more like scientific like field research primatology type shit, then that's absolutely something you should look into. But um, I don't know, it really it really just depends on if you're willing to dedicate your life working at like a sanctuary or a zoo or something and like building trust with these like gigantic dangerous creatures. But a lot of people do. Not a lot of people, but enough people do that uh, places like this can find employees. But um, I think that's a good place to wrap up the Q&A section. Is there anything else you guys want to say? Uh, no. No, other than, you know, say that once again, this was a, a off-the-rails off the episode of a Gorilla Radio Show. <laughs> Welcome to Gorilla Radio Show, Unhinged Edition. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Also, I'm... I'm so sorry. I tried to mute my mic every time, but there's going to be like six or seven points where you're just going to hear like... Were you hitting the vape during the podcast again? I fucking... <laughs> Were you vaping I, and potting again, bro? I... Bro... <laughs> I can't do the pot without the vape, and I can't, pot, I can't vape where we without do the intervention pot. For Greg. <laughs> you're going to wait You're going to wait over a year Yeah. to have an intervention yeah. for me? You know, this uh, this episode, I'm not going to edit out all the vape hits, because last episode, I had to meticulously go through and edit out every time Greg hit his vape. I, like, I can recognize the wavelength and audacity of a vape hit now because of Greg. Like, I, like I, yeah, I would like see something bar pop up on Greg's uh, recording, and I'd be like, oh, there's another vape hit, and go and delete it. <laughs> You got you just you know that's just what when are we having when are we getting a pod Twitter? Uh, we yeah. we do. I set one up. It's following you. On <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Dude. That's that's a good. That's a that's a good. Did you, yeah. Did you yeah, say something about I, that? I like posted it in the chat. We Ray, we have a we have a fucking uh, official Twitter for the pod now. There are so many Gorilla Radio shows on yeah. Twitter, Jesus. Apparently this is not a particularly unique name, but you know what? We're going to we're going to dominate uh-huh. the field of Gorilla Radio shows, but it is Gorilla. You've got it's not in your goddamn bio. I, what the hell's the handle? Gorilla underscore underscore radio. Underscore underscore. What a terrible underscore, underscore Yeah, underscore. we have, we really had to scrape the bottom of the barrel for this one. <laughs> Fucking unfortunate. Ant Gorilla Radio Show. Oh, they follow me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fo- Not only did I post... Not only did I send this in a message, I followed you on the account. What the hell? Did you just use... Did you just chop up the one image we had? <laughs> yeah. Who's in there? Is your mom yes, on the I pod have, right now? House for the weekend. <laughs> it's only got 16 followers. Let's... Please follow us on please Twitter, please, us God. On We're begging you. We need clout. 
please God follow us on follow us on fucking Twitter at gorilla <laughs> underscore underscore. Not the double underscore. But yeah. Check us out. We 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 do posts. We we post. We're we're incredibly online, okay? Incredibly unhinged and incredibly damaged. <laughs> Just okay. a fucking uh a fucking chimpanzee with the Jared Leto damaged Joker tattoo on his forehead. <laughs> no, I want a chimpanzee holding a copy of uh oh fuck what's the book called what is that what's the fucking manifesto actually which called? manifesto industrial society and it's Ted Kaczynski's manifesto? <laughs> the ted kaczynski book what's kaczynski's manifesto i don't know yeah, I what's, thought it, what's it, it actually uh, ted kaczynski res- resident the unabomber manifesto industrial society and its future there it is it's a book by Ted, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah, you, I could you know, buy it the famous mathematician who was known for being a mathematician and not much else. He was a genius else. mathematician. And then the feds got to him. Also a great... Also also a great chemist. Really? <laughs> yeah, how do you think he built those bombs? <laughs> I mean... You, I, you, you're right. <laughs> I guess you were right. Yeah, I guess I am. We should do a Breaking Bad for Ted Kaczynski. A show about Ted Kaczynski in the style of Breaking Bad. It would be amazing. <laughs> How would the, he, he didn't make that many bombs. Like Walter <laughs> Walter enough. White like was constantly cooking meth in that show. That's like that's like half the show is him cooking I, meth I, with I Jesse. I think we could make a show about the radicalization of Ted Kaczynski and his his fateful bombing. I feel, I feel like documentaries would, already do not, that without being a be Breaking Bad style drama. And I'm sorry. I'm like so sorry. But the second the second series. and the second we click upload, the ATF will bust down all of our doors. <laughs> <laughs> okay? We just get all because shot gonna be, in the fucking head. It's going to be a very clearly pro <laughs> Greg cannot contain his biases. Should I have to? This is America. <laughs> We have one freedom guaranteed to us. The abil- it's the freedom to post. <laughs> and nothing else. The the ruthless tyrant Jack is trying to take away our unalienable right to post, but we're fighting back every single day. God bless our troopers, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>